Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thank you for those that are listening, whether it's on Podbean, Spotify Podcast, or even Apple Podcast. Thank you so much. And if you would, uh, would you please graciously rate the podcast? It helps me to know how I'm doing. Subscribe to it and even share it. Would you just send this to a few people that you know that would be interested in growing their marriage one Monday at a time? Uh, Today, I want to talk about a very important issue uh, that I don't think I can talk about enough, and it's the issue of the apology, specifically forgiveness. Now, the art of the apology is something that I don't take for granted. In fact, um, I think it was during our premarital counseling 23 plus years ago where my wife and I, Ann and I, kind of had a a mindset regarding the issue of forgiveness. Uh, What we had seen, we'd seen in marriage, we've seen it in friendships, we've seen it in relationships. We, We have watched how if apologies are not navigated correctly, they can easily rip apart relationships. Unforgiveness is cancer to relationships. And so we decided just to be very strategic regarding how we would navigate apologies. Now, again, I'm a pastor, and uh, when I think about even scriptural examples, um, you've got to look no further than two kings of Israel. You have King Saul and King David. David followed Saul. and But what marks their lives were numbers of things. Now, they both were chosen by God, but they both, through in their lives, made decisions that did not line up with God. And when, whenever we do things that are not aligned with the Lord, there are consequences that follow that just from our own actions, not like God's waiting with a hammer to hit us or with lightning to zap us. When we make bad decisions, consequences just simply follow. And what? But when you look at both kings, whenever they made those bad decisions, their apologies were totally different. You've got King Saul who will say things like the old way of saying it is, I've sinned. That's that's an old school way of saying, I'm sorry. David was a different approach. David didn't say, I'm sorry. David came at the issue of what he had done with the words. That, we'll sum it up this way. Will you forgive me? In fact, one of the best ways to look at one of David's apologies is to go to Psalm chapter 51. He had, he had committed adultery. He had caused somebody to have their life life ended so he and um strategically made sure somebody was murdered i mean this was a mess of messes and yet david didn't hide it he came face to face with it and he dealt with it and he went before the lord seeking forgiveness and that's the two strategies in marriage you can go after the saul generic i'm sorry because you just want to get past it and get on to other things or you can have that david approach that simply says will you forgive me i'm willing to deal with what's deep inside of my life and so if we're going to if you're taking notes and you're kind of writing down points, number one, don't be generic, be specific. Don't be generic, be specific. Generic is I'm sorry. I'm sorry, let's get over it. I'm sorry, let's be done with it. You just want to be done with the situation. And so the I'm sorry is the simple band-aid that we use to get past the moment. That's the Saul way. But I'm going to challenge you to to set aside the words I'm sorry. In fact, I'm going to challenge you to to maybe this year, get rid of those words in your marriage. Get rid of the words I'm sorry. And instead of using those words, insert these words. Will you forgive me? Will you forgive me? There is just something about tossing aside, I'm sorry, and just absolutely owning what you've done and saying, will you forgive me? That speaks humility, and that's really what marked the difference between David and Saul. And I know I'm using kings for an example to speak to marriage, but man, that will mark your life as as somebody that is not willing to skirt past the issue. They're willing to humble themselves and approach your spouse and simply say, I was wrong. Will you forgive me? And that leads me to number two. 
Number two is not just owning what that you've hurt somebody, but actually recognizing what it is that you've done. Will you forgive me for doing this or for doing that? Because there's something so beautiful about humility in marriage. There's something so beautiful when somebody just lays aside their pride. They don't want to save face. What they want to do is save their marriage. And sometimes you have to sacrifice the face for the sake of the marriage. And you just got to set aside your pride and just simply say, will you forgive me because this is what I've done? And you may say, well, it wasn't intentional. I'm not saying it was intentional. What I'm saying is if you've done something wrong, own it recognize it, ask for forgiveness, and then actually specify what you did that was wrong. Recognize that. I don't know about you. I've seen so many TV shows and so many scenarios in in comedies and in sitcoms, all of that, where you've seen somebody that says, I'm sorry. And the spouse says, what are you sorry for? I don't know. All I know is I think I've done something wrong. And the audience laughs and it's this cutesy little moment, but that's not reality. And that's not going to heal your marriage. What will heal your marriage is humility and repentance and being able to say, will you forgive me and specify that speaks of a humble heart that is ready to see health happen in the relationship. The third thing that I'm going to say is this, there is only one proper response to the words, will you forgive me? And the the response is not, yes. Sounds nice. Will you forgive me? Yes. That's the wrong response. The proper response is this, I forgive you. Think about that. If you've humbled yourself before your spouse to say, will you forgive me? I did blank. I did whatever. What you want to hear from your spouse and what would bring healing to your heart is not the word yes. That kind of sounds good. But what I think is more important, and it shows just as much humility, is the words, I forgive you. The person A humbles himself, asking forgiveness. Person B immediately responds with the only proper way, and it's a humble way. It's the way that says, I'm no longer going to hold on to anything. I'm going to say, I forgive you. Because when that those words come from your spouse, your spouse has to own that. They have to hold on to that. They have to live up to that. And that's why I think it's important to say those words. And you may say to me, well, Dave, I, I don't want to say something that I don't mean. That's true. But I'm here to say that you you may have to have another approach to forgiveness. You may have to have another thought about forgiveness because I know people that can't say those words because they think that forgiveness and trust are the same thing. Let me tell you this. Forgiveness is not the same thing as trust. We forgive the way the Lord forgives us, which means it's immediate. Trust is built over time. It takes hard work and it takes both parties to work on it at the same time to rebuild it. And so for those of you that are saying, well, I don't want to say the words, yes, I forgive you. Is it just because you want to hold on to things? Is it because you want your spouse to hurt longer, to feel the pain longer? I don't know about you. The thing that I do not want for my spouse is for them to feel any more pain than they need to. Now, if I've done something wrong, it's okay that Anne expresses that she's upset at me because I should feel the pain of, of being wrong and vice versa. She ought to feel the pain. But there's a difference between feeling the pain of what you've done wrong and having pain inflicted upon you by your spouse, which leads me to number four is walking in forgiveness walking in forgiveness. You don't just say, I forgive you, but walk in forgiveness. Uh, Listen, when you forgive somebody, it doesn't mean the damage never existed. It doesn't mean you were never hurt. What it does mean is the damage no longer controls your life. That's what forgiveness does. 
You're releasing the the poison of unforgiveness so that it no longer, the damage, the incident no longer controls your life. You forgive and then you step into the place where you both can begin to work on the process of rebuilding trust in the relationship because you're both going to need it. So that's my four thoughts for today. So again, it's, it's thinking through the art of the apology. I'm sorry versus will you forgive me? And so number one, be specific. Be, don't be generic. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then be done with it. No, be specific. Will you forgive me? I need forgiveness. Two, specify what you need forgiveness for. Three, make sure you have the proper response to the words, will you forgive me with the words, I forgive you. And then four, walk in forgiveness, live in forgiveness and operate in that manner. It's a heavy subject today, but I think it's a subject that will bring health to a lot of marriages and it takes a lifetime to perfect because the longer that you're married, the more that you're apt to take these type of things for granted and you just want to get past the moment. But don't just get past the moment because every moment is an opportunity to either build or to break apart your marriage. And when it comes to the forgiveness of your spouse, it's something we don't toy with. It's something that we engage in immediately. Love you all. Hope you have a great Marriage Monday, and we will see you next week for another podcast. God bless.